Welcome to the Busy Executives Podcast. We know firsthand how important your time is. That's why every power-packed episode promises to help elevate your leadership in 10 minutes or less. Each week, I offer practical coaching, development tools, and conversations with world changers to help you boost your engagement so you can optimize your frontline and bottom line. Let's go. Welcome back to the Busy Executives Podcast. Guys, I'm so excited for you guys to hear from my guest today, uh, Cody Spencer, who's the owner of Embrace Realty. Cody, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Cody, you and I, you and I have gotten an opportunity to get to know each other a little bit over the last few months. And, uh, and I know as we were talking here just a, a couple weeks back, it was really focused on, man, just, just some great conversations around how to build teams, how to lead teams, um, some of the things that we've learned along the way. And so um, I'm excited for you to share a bit of your story and, and we'll kind of just dive right in right there, maybe help our listeners know a little bit of your journey when it comes to uh, leadership and, and what kind of brought you to where you're at today. Yeah, I'll start back in college. I was 22 years old. I grew up playing sports, played college baseball, and I've always been a part of a team. And when I graduated, I was in medical sales, kind of lone wolf, got into real estate a few years later. I was doing it on my own, joined a team, and said, I, I was having a little bit of success. I said, I want to help people live life to the full, what, like what I'm experiencing. And during that process, I was also uh, helping lead a young adult ministry group at my church. Hmm. And so my goal was to mash up ministry and Jesus with the real estate world and put them together. Hmm. And so Embrace Real Estate was born. A, let's see, five years ago. And my goal was to go help other realtors or aspiring realtors to go live life and life to the full to the vehicle of real estate. And so I just, I've been on this leadership journey. Uh, I would say I, my best mentor has probably been Jesus <laughs> and a lot of other people along the way that have helped me understand what it looks like to be a leader and a servant leader. And so there's a lot of great, I would say I learned the best through failing and probably not doing the right thing, and then coming alongside saying, I just want to be real, honest, raw, and going to my mentors, learning from them. So five years ago, we started Embrace Real Estate, and it's been the slow growth. Uh, started with one recruit, and then two, and then three, and uh, at one point, we had 20 agents on our team. We're down to, I call it the Jesus method, we're down to eight. My goal is to get to 12, with my 12 disciples. And yeah, that was kind of like, Nuts and bolts, that's kind of my little bit of a journey so far. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I lo love your mission, love what you're focused on. Um, you know, five years, and obviously you kind of mentioned some, some transitions and ups and downs. What do you think is probably, and you mentioned failure as well, which I think is a great teacher. What do you think are one or two, you know, failures, or I, I would call them maybe key learnings, right? Challenges that you've overcome that you really feel like has helped you become a better leader? Oh, man, there's a lot. If I were to give two, I'm a very much on the strength finders, personality test, a woo kind of guy, mm -hmm. right? So I can go recruit my pants off and <laughs> I can bring people in and show them the vision and get them excited. And what I realized is I need to find the right people, not just anybody, I need to find the right people that want to be a part of the vision that not just can breathe and make a phone call, that want to be alongside what we're doing for the long haul. So I would say finding the people that align up with my mission, vision, values, and beliefs, creating on myself, first of all, having strong ones and setting the barriers, right? The guardrail saying, this is where we're going. You can't be outside of these, right? Mm -hmm. So that implements standards as well. So I, 
I guess one lesson was I recruited 20 people within one year and I learned fast that that will also take away from culture. Mm. And so we, there's a reason why we dropped in half over about two months when the recession hit. And so it helped me learn. I need to grow with strong leaders and I need to grow at, a, I guess, a marathon pace versus a sprint pace. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm 33 years old and God's blessed me with a lot of amazing people. And I have a lot of years to go build this thing. I don't need to do it overnight. Right. So I think it's right. been the lesson of slow down. It's okay to grow at the tortoise pace versus the hare. Mm-hmm. So those are, mm-hmm. that was a big one. Uh, obviously other ones is time blocking, uh, making sure I get set boundaries in my time blocking so I can set priorities with my family. Um, and putting the right priorities in place, right? For me, it's God, family, business. And sometimes I think it was business, family, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's so easy, especially as you're launching something, right? You, could, you can say, hey, these are my priorities, and then you look at your time, right? Or you look at your, your efforts, and you're like, oh, gosh, this is, you know, that's part of my story too, right? And so I guess my big question to you is, as you've looked at culture and you say, okay, here's, here's how we started, uh, here's kind of that, 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 you know, I call it that Valley season for you, right. Where you had folks that dropped off, you kind of had, a, you know, a tougher season and now you're moving into a much more sustainable season. When you say culture and you look at culture and you're trying to build a certain culture, what, what does that look and feel like for you? What are, what are some of the really strong pillars for you? Yeah, we actually just implemented this about six months ago. Every team meeting on Tuesdays, we have these stuffed animals we give out. And their awards. So the first one is our Buffalo Award. We have a little stuffed animal Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And that one's for the person that's charging the storm, right? So doing the hard work, gritty, just like pushing past a lot of um, hardship. So hard work is one of them. Uh, the other one is, it's funny, the positive platypus. So <laughs> positivity is one of our big culture uh, values. Because mm-hmm. in real estate and sales, things can get negative pretty fast. Sure. And so we value people bringing a positive mindset. That doesn't mean not being real. We value people being real. And it's all about the lens you have within reality. So positive platypus, uh, our buffalo, charging the storm. Uh, we have a gratitude go. And really, that's the person that we want to show gratitude for. Uh, I just believe gratitude is how you open up the doors of heaven, man. And mm-hmm. I really want to focus on what we're grateful for. So usually our huddles in the morning... We do a lot of things like what are three things you're grateful for and be specific. Uh, so it's not just like, well, I'm grateful for the weather, my family, and health. It's like, what about the weather? What about your health? And then the last one that we're, <laughs> we're going to implement, we're having on order is the lamb. And that is sacrificial service. Mm-hmm. So who is mm-hmm. showing sacrificial service for the clients and the team that's going above and beyond uh, their own desires? Yeah. I love it. This is so fun. I like, I'm like, which, what's, what animal is going to be next? You know, <laughs> know. my team gives me a long time. It's like, yeah. what's animal code going to bring next? And it's going to be like the alligator <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's fun. I love it, dude. That's, that's so good. And so is this kind of like a rotating trophy type of thing or like, like, how does this work? Yeah. So let's say I get Michael, the gratitude goat next week. You're looking all week long for things you're grateful for to hand that award to somebody. So the mm-hmm. buffalo, uh, here's an example. Hopefully she doesn't mind if I share. One teammate, you know, Shelly, 
She has mm-hmm. like five pending right now. It's the most she's ever had. And she's going to closing and all of a sudden they're all starting to fall apart. But she charged the storm and she pushed past it and sacrificed her own time, her own energy to go help out. And so Adam on her team gave it to Shelly. Now Shelly's responsibility is next week to look for who's charging the storm mm-hmm. to give it out to someone else. So really it's peer to peer too, right? It's that unity that we want. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love things like that because like you said, it just sort of grows, right? And it becomes part of that culture and, and whether, you know, you start it, but let's say you're not there for a meeting, right? People are still going to continue that and kind of move it forward, which I just love. So yeah, no, it's, I like that too. Cause again, as a business owner, you don't want everything. If you're there, it's going great. If you're not, it's nothing's going. And Mm -hmm. we're, my goal now is to build up amazing leaders, right? Disciples Mm -hmm. that will build disciples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and continue to to help them grow. That's awesome. Um, what do you think has been sort of uh, some of your key takeaways over the last few months? I know you're really focused on um, learning and growing as a leader, right? Reading books, you know, and just really pouring yourself into personal development is probably the best way to put it. What are some of the key takeaways that you've had as a leader that you feel like have just really helped things shift and and hit, help you hit that next gear? Yeah, great question. I would say the one I'm most focusing on right now is that it's not my fault if they fail, but it's also not my fault if they succeed. Hmm. And so what I mean by that is uh, I've taken a lot of ownership if someone doesn't hit their goal. Well, I didn't give them enough value. I didn't pour into them enough. Or I didn't motivate them exactly how they need to be motivated. And there's a lot of freedom in knowing that, hey, it's up to them. We're giving them all this strategies, tools, systems, accountability, culture. Uh, but the opposite is true too. If they win, they get to own it. That's all the time we have for this episode. To keep listening, continue on to the next part.